0: Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Uh,
1: Good evening everyone and welcome to Word Up here at Bright City Church. And uh, I'm joined as usual by... uh, my friend and co-pastor, Pastor Pastor Akin. Uh, Lovely to have you with us, uh, Pastor Akin. Thanks for joining us again. You've had a busy day. You're preaching to us this morning a wonderful, powerful word. (laughs) Wasn't it good, everyone? And um, had some great feedback from that as well. How are you doing? Are you strong? Yes, Pastor. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Good to be back again. (laughs) Great stuff. Great stuff. Well, uh, uh, we've kicked off our study of... um, The Gospel of Mark, and it's our second episode in Mark today. And uh, we got to uh, the introduction of John the Baptist, who's preparing a way for Jesus, and we talked quite a bit about that last week. Um, Let's pick up where we left off. I'm going to... uh, read from verse 8, which was just at the end of what John said, and then we'll go into to some of the rest of it. Let's just um, pray before we get into the study. Thank you, Lord, for um, tonight. Thank you for your word. We just ask you to bring your word to life by your Holy Spirit in every one of us right now. Give us understanding. Lord, transform us by the renewing of our mind and the understanding of your living word. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's um, kick off from verse 8. I'm going to read. So John the Baptist said, I baptize with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee. And was baptised by John in the Jordan. And Jesus was coming up out of the water. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son whom I love and with you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the desert, and he was in the desert forty days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. Okay, let's um, go to there for the moment. Right, so... So John's, John, as we know, we were looking at this last week um, that John was baptizing, wasn't he, in the River Jordan. And we heard that all Jerusalem, all the people were going out to him, but he, he was saying, look, I'm preparing a way for someone who will come after me. and um, And he said this, he said, I baptize with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Now, I mean, we know, don't we, that that Christians are called to be baptised in water as well. But what's this about being baptized with the Holy Spirit let's let's kick that off because actually I want to say you know we've got the introduction into the scene here of in fact the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit you know descends on Jesus as we heard there in the form of a dove so this is very important this um this entry of the Holy Spirit onto the scene but I'll hand over to you for a little bit Pastor Akin and what have you got? (laughs)
0: Yes, brilliant. Okay, thank you, Pastor. In just uh, you know, just looking back at uh, like I said last week, we were looking at John Mm. the Baptist, how he came to be, how he came to prepare the way. And um, it, it was, is it, it? It just interested in one in, in a commentary that I was reading. It was actually saying that in those days, that um, the roads in, in in that part of the world they weren't very well maintained. They were not maintained at all, to be honest. So whenever an important dignitary was coming to a certain place, what they would do is that they would actually send a messenger physically to go. And assess the road that they were going to go on and make sure that that road had been made ready and prepared for that dignitary and that's right. all that was so when um, you know john came and says i've come to it's like straight away in the minds of the hearers they were they would understand what he was talking about that yeah. he was coming to prepare a way for someone coming after him a dignitary Correct. of uh, a higher yeah. authority than he had yeah. and uh you know he, and it's actually saying here he's saying again that I've come to baptize in water, and the people were actually when we're talking about the baptism in water, it's they're talking here about uh, a full immersion, aren't you? So it's not like they're just pouring some head on, you know, on your so some pouring. Water on your head or anything like mm. that. So people were actually—that's why they had to. They were people were coming to the Jordan because there wasn't enough water anywhere else. So they haven't actually to come to the Jordan to be fully, you know, Im- immersed in, in in that in the waters there. And um, I, I, again, I, when when we look at this again in the light of what John had said about preparing the way for the Lord, it, it, when he was talking about that again, I, I just get the the, the this um, you know this uh, um, you know understanding that he was saying that the same way that he was baptizing the people completely in water, the same way it was like Jesus was going to come and baptize us in the Holy Spirit as well. So it was um, for, the, obviously, at that point in time, later on, we find out that Jesus was saying that until he went to the Father, this, pro- this, and this promise of the baptism in the Holy Spirit wouldn't yet come, but it wouldn't get be fulfilled. But we know that for now, it is for us as Christians now. So for us, if, we, if, we're, so if we're looking at what you know John did with the water baptism, and how, how does that apply to us? as uh, Christians now, when it's like this baptism in, in the Spirit is available to us, what does it mean to us for us to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, for us to be completely Im- immersed in, in the Spirit of God? What, what does it actually mean? Yeah, and, um, yeah. you know, looking, looking back at the water baptism, what, 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 what did it mean? What was John's message? He was saying that people should repent of their sins, didn't he? So he says, repent of your sins and that's water baptism. It was a, a, a symbolic act of um, you know uh, of, of people say yes, I'm, I'm turning away from the, the you know the evil and the wicked things that I was doing, and as as a, you know as as an act of, uh, to symbolise that, if you like to complete that, I'm now being baptised in water. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I, as us as believers today, when we make this commitment and we say yes, I've, I accept the the sacrifice that Jesus Christ has made on my behalf. I accept that I'm a sinner. He went to the cross. He died for my sins, and I'm now making a commitment to follow him to live the life that he lived. So I think for us as well, when we, we, there is also obviously a water baptism for us as Christians as well, but there's this further baptism in the spirit, which I believe is where we receive the power to to follow through with our commitment to say yes. I've now received this new this newness of life. I've turned away from the old life, the old things I used to do, the way I used to think, the things I used to say, my behavior, everything, the way I used to relate to people, that's all changed now. But we, I think we, we as, as believers, pastor, uh, we, we will be the first to put up our hands and as leaders to say that this life, it's one thing to say I want to live this way, it's another thing to do it. And we can't shy away from the fact that To live this life that God is is calling us to, we need a a supernatural power. And that's it. There's no way to dress it up. We need a supernatural power. We need a helping hand from heaven, and this is the Holy Spirit, and this is the baptism that we are also called into. So I think I'll
1: stop there. But that's (laughs) wonderful. Absolutely, no, it is (laughs) that that this this Holy Spirit. It's. It's a power from God. It's, well, it's, it's, Holy Spirit is a person as well. It's, it's the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. He says, you know, I will come and be in you and we will be united. And this speaks of, you know, God Himself by His Spirit being so united with us. Um, once we become Christians, that, that, you know, he's one with us, inside us, around us. And so there's power from the spirit. There's the the intimacy of the spirit. But yeah, this power to live a life. If we think of the the two baptisms, that's the water baptism, which we're called to do, you know, repent and be baptized. Um, interestingly, when we think of that, repent and be baptized. There's, there's, it's be baptized in water, but be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that baptism of water kind of deals. It's it's an outward act, isn't it? And it deals with the past. It's it's kind of you know it's a symbolic thing of being cleansed of your sin you you you're starting anew you're washed clean and 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 you know the bible talks about we are blameless in his sight through faith in christ we're now considered, you know, cleansed totally. And so it's kind of dealing with that and it's representative of that pardon and cleansing. And yet the, the baptism of the Spirit is, is, as you said, it's about power. You're receiving, it's an inward thing. It's it's bringing about an inward transformation in our, in our lives, in our inner man. And it deals with the future of who we will be, the power that we will have going in. And we can see... You know, it was the baptism. Interestingly, Jesus went through the water baptism with John, didn't he? Um, uh, And, 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 you know, we read in one of the other Gospels that John the Baptist said, oh, no, no, I shouldn't (laughs) be baptizing you. You know, you are the son of God type of thing. And Jesus said, no, you know, let this be done. Uh, This needs to be done for righteousness sake. It was kind of he was going through that um, symbolic, you know, where he was – He was taking on the full kind of identity of mankind and and being sort of baptized for sins, even though Jesus did not need any cleansing from sin or did not need to repent. But then interestingly, the, the Holy Spirit came down in the bodily form of a dove. And there he's anointed now with the Holy Spirit and he has got that sort of authorizing from God the Father and yeah. even with a spoken voice you know you are my son this is my this beloved is. son and 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 there and it's there we suddenly have the mobilization of Jesus in, into the ministry don't we it yes. begins and and if you think about it he was 30 years old you know he's 30 wow. yes. i mean he he'd been working as a carpenter i mean the um the scholars think, you know, he probably started around about 12 years old. So he'd been working for 18 years. You yes. know, what was Jesus, the son of God, doing when he was 18? Yes. What was the 20, <laughs> 21-year-old Jesus doing? What was the 28-year-old, the 29-year-old yes. Jesus, the son of God, doing? You know, he's working humbly in, in the carpenters, um, in his dad's uh, business. and yes. and And it wasn't until the the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that that he was mobilised into ministry. So wow. yeah. it's the same for us, isn't it?
0: Yes, absolutely. I was just going to say, Pastor Winn, what was, what was coming to me as you were talking about Jesus there was that he's the firstborn of many sons, isn't he? And yes, uh, yes. He, he he's the one who is the, the perfect pattern for us to follow. And so, like you rightly said, in all those years, we don't know what he was doing from... You know, from the look that we we, we see in that account, I think it's in. Um, I'm not sure. We in Luke's gospel where he's yeah. in the temple, Luke, I think, and, yeah. and he's he's yeah, with as the a person, and like they're "No, would he not yeah. know be about my father's business?" But from then, from that point onwards, up until this point, there's not there's no actual yeah. record. I think one right. of the gospels said that, apart from the fact that he learned to be obedient to his parents—that something like that. Yes, he sort of grew that. in grace yes, and favor was, in some exactly, way, didn't that's he? Right, With exactly. the people, yeah. But, people, um, yes. but we don't and know anything else. We, yeah. we don't know anything else. And, it, mm. and it's—I um, think it's a—it's a lesson for us as well as Christians as well that there yeah. there are there might be times in our lives where we might feel that um, you know we're in we're in a season of being in a wilderness, being obscure, if you like. Um, but th- those periods are just as important as the other ones where we might feel that. Um, you know god is uh, is lifting us up he's promoting us in some way he's uh, revealing what he's doing in our lives in some way but th- those all of these seasons are equally important but um, you know what when, when you mentioned there about the work of the Holy Spirit, I was thinking about yeah. you know the fruit of the Spirit as well. We we can't generate these things ourselves, like you rightly yeah. said. Mm. It's the Holy Spirit inside of us. He helps us to produce the, the fruit that He speaks about, and also the gifts of the Holy Spirit as well. We don't we can't manipulate these gifts So They're given to us freely by God, and it's and it's the Holy Spirit who helps us to to um you know to 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 um. You know, to bear the fruit of the spirit, yes, and yes. also to, th- to use the gifts of the spirit to build up the body. Absolutely, and, um, yes. Yes, and, and again, we see, like you've rightly said, after that, the Lord has been, um you know, He's been baptized. Uh, the spirit of God comes upon Him, and uh, the voice—that voice, voice again—I think that's another thing that, as Christians, we could, we we should uh, embrace that, look forward to that. That when the God's when we receive that baptism, you know, that the, the voice of God comes into our lives to begin to Holy yes. Spirit speaks to us, doesn't? He yes. says that no you're a son of God now you're a daughter of God now sometimes when you want to do certain things and no you don't do that anymore you're a child of God that's yes that's the relationship that we we want to engender when we we, are baptized in the Holy Spirit yes yes yes
1: immediately you know we're baptized in the Holy Spirit and and the Holy Spirit says right you know it's the mission's on come on follow me and and, and you know Jesus was led immediately into into business in a sense and I mean he came you know Know, to to deal with satan to deal with um you know um all of the ravages of satan and to conquer and defeat and instantly when the spirit had come on him he was led into the wilderness where he kind of was confronted by satan on he confronted him you know so if you like straight into the battle really and um you know business was on and and it says that uh, the spirit sent him into the desert or the wilderness for 40 days uh, being tempted by Satan. It says he was with wild animals and mm. angels attended him. And there's this sense that, you know, there was the Satan, wild animals, you know, who knows what the wild animals were doing, but yeah. it says they were there. And and the angels were 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 kind of backing him up in this, you know, the the heavenly battle had begun, if you like.
0: Yes. So Absolutely. That, that, that's it's, it's so amazing that you know, again, we see here he says that once the spirits sent him out or led him out, or yeah, are you know, diff- yeah. different translations of that. But this was the work of this was still the work of the Holy Spirit, and it's, it's just, yes, I think it's yes, again, yes. it's important for us as Christians to be able to to look at this and to meditate upon this and look and to you know to see how you know this applies to us as well because they could, there were, I mean, I, I believe that most Christians did not, not, not sorry, not most, all of us we go through these periods where we're in, if you like, we're in these desert places, we're in this kind of like wilderness, isolated, or we're amongst, um, if you like, Contrary circumstances and situation that we kind of like feel to ourselves, you know, why am I here? What And it's sometimes a lot of those times, some, some of those times is actually the Spirit of God inside of us who leads us into those situations, who leads us into That's those good. places where we might be working or where we might be called to minister. And then there might be very difficult situations. Like, you know, when you were talking about the, the wild animals, I was reading in some commentaries, they were they yeah. trying to talk about some other type of animals that were there. Yes. They were talking about hyenas and they would have been lions oh, yes. there and, and yeah. cancers And they mentioned a couple of other. Animals, right, and they were just saying it. You know, that that um, you know, that that desert was a, a place where you, you, you just had to overcome fear, you know, yes. the fear of being on his own, the fear of being uh, you know, not having anything to, to eat, the fear yeah. of those animals, all the, the all of those things that he, he learned to overcome those things, and, I, and as you rightly pointed out, there, not only that. But he had to confront Satan in that yeah. place, you know, and he did all of that in, with the power of the spirit. And um, yes, I, I believe that that's what God wants to encourage us to do as when we go into situations, you know, sometimes you might be working in, in what? Might look to be a hostile environment, mm-hmm. You might be asked to minister in a very difficult situation, You might be facing all of these things almost like you know, <laughs> wild animals, almost yeah, like you're in, you're yeah, where you're wild animals, and uh, it, it can be quite frightening. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you know, even through this, God is speaking to us to say, Like, you know, Jesus understands, you know, yes. it's not like He's in that situation, we just understand what you're going through, and if you need to express your fear or your anxieties, it's not that he, he knows He understands exactly what you're going through, yeah, because He's gone through it. But the good news, the gospel message that he came out with when he came out of that experience was that he was able to overcome yes. with the power of the Holy Spirit. He was able to overcome all of those things. Mm. Even Satan himself, he was yes, able to overcome him. Yeah. And so the same that same way he's able mm. to encourage the Holy Spirit that helped Jesus is also in us. And mm. he's there to encourage us as one Satan. Look, I've I've helped Jesus face lions and, you know, yeah. and all these sort of things in the desert and even Satan himself. And so whatever you're facing, wherever Amen. you are, I yeah. can help
1: you as well absolutely and 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 you know we talk we we're, we're focusing here, and rightly so on the Holy Spirit, you know empowering us, leading us, being with us, guiding us into every situation, even the battles and and in the other um some of the other descriptions of this time in the wilderness, the other element there is the Word of God. Wasn't it? You know, he he came against the attacks of the enemy with the word of God. You know, when Satan said, "Oh, you know, you have got no food. Well, why don't you, you know, eat some of these stones, turn them into bread, sort of thing?" Yeah. And he says, "You know, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds." You know, he was understanding and declaring the word of God in power, and it's the same with us. We we you know, if we're empowered, and you were preaching it today. The the word of God and the spirit of God equip us to fulfill the mission of God. And it's the same for all of us. Amen. Yeah, amen. <laughs> I keep saying amen. Wow. Yes. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then we go on. So, right, we've got his mo- the Lord is mobilized. He's, show- he's leading by example. And it says in verse 14, after John was put in prison, Jesus went to Galilee. So we see that, you know, John the Baptist was put in prison. John the Baptist had done his work, hadn't he? He'd come with his mission uh, to, to prepare the way. Now Jesus is on the scene. And, um, and actually, yeah, he was, he was then put in prison because he confronted Herod. And he actually ended up lo- losing his life. But it's interesting that that's mentioned. And then Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming and i like this phrase it says the good news of god isn't that a great way of putting it hey have you heard the good news of god you know we we don't often say that i mean if you go into the streets and do you know the good news of god you know god is on the move to, to 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 come and save you uh, yes. Yeah, there's good news about God. God is interested in you. God is is working to rescue you. Have you heard the good oh, news of God? Yes. Amen. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I, I mean, wow. God is initiating something for all of us, and 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 you know, so. Yeah, I like that. The good news of God. Of God yes, just it's like, it's just a pastor, um, you know, when, when the, the, the Holy Spirit descended on
0: on the, on the Lord, this is like in the form of a dove. I was yeah. reading in, in a commentary that again it would have meant so much to the people at the time because they saw the, the dove as a symbol of hope because they, they, they look, they're looking back into the story of Noah when he was in the ark. You know, he sent the dove out. The dove was look, looking for land. And you know, yes. the first time it came back because there was no land. Then he sent the dove out again. And, the, you know, when it came back with that little twig in, in its beak, it, then, then, then Noah understood that the waters had started to recede and there was a hope again. No hope was being restored. And that so, you know, this good news. is this, this, Like you rightly said, we could, I think as Christians, we need to to understand that, that the message that we have, it is a message. It is good news. And it is a message of hope and it's a message of peace as well because the dove also symbolizes peace And and that as Jesus Christ went out to preach this message, you know, he he, it wasn't um, a message of doom and gloom, (laughs) it says it was the good news of the kingdom of God. You know, that that that, um, you know, whatever hopeless situation that you're facing, and we we see how the Lord demonstrated what he was saying as well. Yeah, whatever difficulty you're facing, you know, it's like the kingdom of God has come here, and it's not about you know, all these material things, it's about you know, your life is much more important than all of these things, and to bring you hope, to bring You peace to bring you all of these things that money you no know, money cannot buy. The good news, and I think we need to, as Christians, I think we need to begin to read the gospels again afresh and ask yes. the, the Holy Spirit to help Definitely. us because, um, the, the Holy Spirit was the one who empowered Jesus to preach this message, yeah. You know, and He can and He can empower us to do this the same as well. You know, where everywhere we go, where we work, our neighbors, everyone needs hope, everyone needs peace, everyone needs, yeah, so they need to hear. The good news of the gospel, and and
1: when we're sharing about our faith, you know, are we sharing it as if it's the good news <laughs> of God? You know, the great news. Uh, does it show on our faces in our lives, or is it is it you know the glum news, the <laughs> the glum news of of you know? It needs to be good news, and um, you know, if if we're so rejoicing and happy, sometimes we need to remind our faces. That um, (laughs) the news is good. So anyway, the good news of God, and here we've got it declared. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God is near or is at hand or is, is here, is near, is at hand. Repent and believe the good news. Repent and believe the good news so so we the, got there the time is now the time has come we know that the people had been you know had, had knew about the prophecies that were coming and so he's kind of jesus is declaring it's now the kingdom has arrived. The kingdom is here. And we know that you were preaching it this morning. When he, when he stepped up, Jesus did, and, and he, he read from um, Isaiah 61, you know, yes. um, the, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. And they knew that yes. this was a kind of messianic, um, messianic prophecy. And he said, you know, it's fulfilled. Yes. I'm the one, you know, and they understood what he was saying. The kingdom of God is near. Yeah, this thing about the kingdom of God—you know—some people might be saying, well, "What is the kingdom of God?" Uh, might be worth just um, touching on that. What oh, what would good. you say is, is the kingdom of God? Well, I,
0: I, I would say the the kingdom of God—it's um, you know, as uh, I, I read, someone said, you know, there there is a king and there is yeah. a kingdom. So it's like you were saying that, you know, you you have. Um, you know, we would probably, uh, people in more good. ancient yeah. times would would understand the concept of there being a king in a kingdom, you know, they're yeah. a king of this region, a king of this place. Yeah. And that king would rule over that a particular area. And, um, you know, depending on what type of a king they were, if they were a good king who would take care of their people, then they would be that would be a nice kingdom to live in if you uh, happen to be. In a kingdom where you had an evil (laughs) ruler, that would not be a good place to live in. And when you're talking about the the kingdom of God, I believe that obviously we know that Jesus is is the the king of his kingdom. And when that that kingdom comes, it's not like it's a geographical area. It's more like it's it's to do with, um, you know, people, people who have committed themselves to this king and to this kingdom to Mm. say right, Jesus Christ is the king that we're now following. We're now following his rules. We're following his principles. We're following the laws of this kingdom. Yes. And uh, this is how we want to live our lives. We want to live our lives you know, in order to please this king. This is the king that we're following and we are fo- And I think this is why, you know, when this preaching of the kingdom of the king, it was a threat to the to the Roman Empire, because I guess there was this lack of understanding. They thought, but is this is this, is this um, king, this kingdom, is it coming to rise up against us? As he, yeah. he want to take over? What, what's it all about? But Jesus, the kingdom that he was talking about wasn't an earthly kingdom, you know, mm. and he, he did mention it time and time again that you no, know, his kingdom, it, it was about the kingdom of heaven. Sometimes it's called the the kingdom of Heaven as well, yes, yes, but yes. it's
1: still the the rule and the reign and the, yes. the laws of Good. this King and his kingdom yes. that we
0: want to follow.
1: Yes, so so the that's right. The, you know, I fully <laughs> agree. The rule of the King. Um, you know, God is the king. Jesus is the king. And if he's ruling over your life, imagine, you know, um, when when we allow the king of kings, the king of the universe to have control and rule of our lives. Well, the blessing that we get, you know, because um, we have we're, we then have can avail his power we have his order and control in our lives and um, I know and where Jesus declares you know the kingdom of God is 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 near is at hand of course he's saying well well the king has arrived I'm the king there's that but I also like this idea that you know the kingdom is near for all of us anyone who wants can enter the kingdom it's not it's not over as you said it's not a geographical place it's not like don't have to cross the ocean to get to this kingdom don't have to fly in an airplane i can step into this kingdom by faith i can i can come under this kingdom any moment that um, you know, and 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 I'm under the kingdom now. I, I've chosen to be under, but it's if you're listening, any one of you, maybe you you're not under the rule of the king, you can today choose and say, I want to come under the rule of King Jesus right now, and I choose to submit to your rule and become a follower you know, and I turn from from living, being in charge of my own life, and I want you to take charge. It's as near as that, as near as any decision that we make. And, and I've sometimes um, heard it said, you know, the the extent or, or the extent of the manifestation of the kingdom of God in any of our lives is, is down to any one of us. You know, we can be as as if you like, living in the revival of the kingdom as we want to. We we can we can experience as much of the kingdom almost as we choose, wouldn't you say? You know, yes. because, because yes. we can be hungry. He says those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for the kingdom, you know, the they kingdom. will be filled. You'll yes. have more. And, he, and Jesus even says those who have even more will be given. Give you you know, That's if why. you want it, you can have more <laughs> abundantly than you can even cope with. You know, it's, yes. it's there for all. Absolutely. And, that's, and it's right, right from the beginning, Pastor, really, like yeah. when he's we're talking about the, the kingdom, the
0: kingdom rules, Jesus, you know, his, his language is very is very clear, it's very straightforward. And, and he says two things. He, said, he says, repent, first of all. Yes. And so like Good. rightly pointed out there, you know, you repent and what you're saying there is that I'm no longer going to live my life according to my own rules. I am going to get off the throne of my life and I'm going to accept this new King Jesus yeah. and, and throw that's him right. Uh, on, on, on my, on the throne of my heart, of my life, as it yes, were. So yes. So the first thing he says is to repent. Repent. And then the yes. second says he also says he says and believe the good news. Yeah. Uh, you know he he that that it, you, that you rightly point out again yeah. faith that you know the Bible does say that without faith it's impossible to please God. Good. And We see. Time and time and time again, you know, through the Gospels, when Jesus asked people, you know, what do you want me to do for you? Which is sometimes it's quite clear. you have know, got a blind man in front of you and he said, what do you want me to do for you? And he waits until the, the blind person said, I want to see. And then he said, you know, be unto you according to your faith, you know, time and time again. So that so those key issues of repentance, very, very, very important yes, for us yes. to come into the kingdom of God. You know, we have to repent of living lives on yes. our own terms. Mm. And we have to accept that we now there's a new king. His name is, is Jesus and he has a kingdom and like you've rightly you said for us to access to come into that kingdom and for that kingdom for the rules of that kingdom for the blessings of that kingdom for the protection of that king you know for his um, yes. provision and all those his other rule. things that we need in our life for, for his peace for his hope for yes. his joy all those things that we need for salvation and to live all of those things we know we need to come under the rulership of that king so he says repent first of all yeah, and then yeah. secondly also says believe you know when he says something you know you believe he said like a child just believe what yes. i said he said without being having you know that faith like a child does, you cannot enter the kingdom. That's what he said as well. Yes, yes. So you know, this, he gives us some very important starting yeah. points for us to be actually to enter into his kingdom I'm, I'm and enjoy the I'm so glad. Benefit
1: of being there. I'm so glad you highlighted that as well. And I wanted to, you know, you there's if there's no repentance, there's no kingdom, and 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 it's so important. And I think you know. We can sometimes pick up, you know, in 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 the modern liberal gospel that we might hear in places, you know, where there, there's a lack of preaching of the repentance side. It's it's just believe, you know, and yes. um and and believe and 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 all these things will come to you. No, there has to be a turning. There has to be a repenting. There has to be a submitting to God and His ways and His Word and His Lordship. And I mean, it says. You know, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. If you don't submit to God, you know, the devil's gonna chew you up and spit you out the other side, sort of thing. You you will have no kingdom and protection and power from God. Yes, repent, repent, repent. It is the first step. And it's a continual, it's a lifestyle in a sense. You're yeah. you're continually saying, not my will, but your, you're, you're turning. You're you're allowing the Holy Spirit to say, hang on a minute, that's not right. You know, come on turn from that, stop that, follow me. Uh, do, you know, and and that's a, it's a lifestyle, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, repent and believe the good news. Great. And, and so, um, now let's move on then. So we got to, yeah, now we move on to the calling of the disciples in, in Mark's, um, Mark's gospel here. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he'd gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. So here we've got um, Jesus has, has been, you know, anointed by the Holy Spirit. He's been mobilized, led by the Spirit into the wilderness, comes out, you know, with the with the message. Now, you know, one of the first things he's doing, he's getting a team, a team together, <laughs> isn't he? he he's, he's, he's getting partners for this ministry, kind of this this mission. And um, it's a, it's, isn't it amazing that the very son of God, yes. you know, right from the very beginning, he, he's not a one man band. He's, Bang, he's not a kind of, yes. I am the big leader. I, I don't need anyone else. I don't, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to stand up and do it all. No, he was, he was right. I'm going to recruit. I'm going to yeah. have, a, a, you know, a team. What, yes, what's absolutely. your, what's your take on this the, one?
0: You know, that was the first thing that jumped out at me as you, as you were just reading those scriptures yeah. of the scripture world, that the, the son of god the creator of the heavens and the earth you know that the lord of the whole universe is like it's like the first thing that he wants and and i think it is it's 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 also Quite so when we look at what he's saying when he says come follow me he isn't kind of like saying you know look you're going to do this job for me but you know i don't want you to stay with me all the time i don't want you to crap my style you know I've yeah got a way of doing things you know you, you you can just you can you which is some sometimes that it's a reflection of the way that um you, you know we, we we sometimes minister in this day and he said come and follow me it was like he wanted he didn't just want to you know to to use them to do things to help him you know, yeah. he also wanted to have that companionship with them. He wanted to have that fellowship, that friendship with them. And he also, you know, when he said, come and follow me, he didn't say come and follow me to help me build, you know, my ministry to help me feel, fulfill my my mission or my commission. But he, he also he, I think you know he went to the core of what was in their hearts when he, when he first of all when he, when he spoke to um you know um Peter and Andrew. Yes. And he said to me, just say, come and follow me. He said I will make you fishes of men. There was something I I believe that he he tapped into something that was in their hearts. He did something that yes. a need that they that they wanted to you know yeah. to have this uh, sense of fulfillment, this sense of you know I'm on a mission as well well you know my life is of value there is something that I can I can I can do something I can give and, and I think in, in, in those in that it, it's looks like it's just one or two verses but I think in that there is so much in there for us that you know yeah. God wants to have this companionship with us he wants us to have that fellowship with us where he says come and follow me come yes. and be with me and then he's also saying to them he's not just saying you come and follow me but he's also saying look there's something for you to do as well something yes. it's not just any old thing you know." Yeah. just you know, you know, shopping the post around or answering phone calls. No, this is important. You're going to be doing all the things that I'm doing. You're going to be doing those things as well. So we're it's almost like we're equal partners in this and the part that you're going to play is just as important as the part that I'm going to play. And it's that that's just mind blowing when you think yes, how much yes. God wants us to be a part of what he's doing, but it's a very important part of that. Yes, of yes, what he's
1: doing as well. And we know, <laughs> don't we? Because you know that's backed up by scripture, where he says, "You know, you are co-laborers." Well, in the New Testament, in the letters, we are co-laborers with yes. Christ. We've been Christ. invited, yes. entrusted to be, like you say, these co-laborers in the greatest mission of eternity, which is to, you know, to win the lost and and yes. and and to to bring the good news of salvation of the world. So, yeah. yeah, and I love it as you, I didn't see that. And, and I think it's so good. He's, he's relating to what they were doing as well. He's not just yeah. poo-pooing it. He's saying, ah, yeah, you are fishermen. I can see that. And you're working hard. Look, I'm going to make you fishers of men and 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 you know and and also you know they're going to be working you know i mean hey you, you're fishing for fish <laughs> now you're going to come with me and actually you've got to win men you've got to you know bring them in you've got to yeah so so it's great and Amazing. Um, I, think,
0: but, but, first, I was going to say yeah. first, sorry, first, i was going to say as well but no, um, you, you know we, we, we spoke about this last week about how um peter uh, so Mark wrote this. With, well, it seems as though he wrote this with the help of, of Peter. Peter. So Peter yeah. was the one giving him those. This. That's
1: right, and yeah.
0: um, he doesn't um, hide the fact that they, they had to leave something behind as well. So I think that's mm. that's also important. The first one, it says that they with, with Peter and Andrew, they left their nets and they followed him. And it just goes in line with what you said earlier about how much of the of the of the kingdom do you want? How much of the are you yeah. allow? Like, would you like the Holy Spirit or would you enable the Holy Spirit, allow him? Uh, to have access to different areas of her life. And it's just like with them, that, you know, they, it says they followed him. They they left those nets. You know, that was their yes, yes. business, their livelihood. They, 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 they just abandoned. They left it. Yes. And um, it's it's a challenge. But I find that very challenging. Mm. I think about that. And I think, gosh, you know, I, I still have a job. I work in a job and things like that. Yeah. And I just wondered he just came along and said, you know, Come along, and I'll you know I'll make you fishes of men without us. leaving. Pastor Akin, come there, along, you know, come, come and along join me. And, and come join. me. <laughs> you <laughs> are you I
1: mean, are joined I mean, to me. Bless it, you. It, yeah.
0: it, it, it is it is amazing that yes, you know we, we talk about the apostles and the, you know the early disciples. They they, they immediately left everything you know and they and they just followed him and um you know we we need to we need to think about that sometimes when we look at our lives we're we're looking at our lives we're thinking oh you know maybe i'm not experienced this or that way we need to look back and say well are you leaving the things that the lord is asking you to leave behind are you disengaged yourself from those things and sometimes they don't start with you know leaving your job and everything like that they start with little things sometimes but they might start with your 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 favorite television program can you leave that your favorite pastime your favorite hobby and it's not because god wants to sap all of the joy out of it. I think that we've no. we made that mistake of thinking he wants to take all the fun out of my life but no he wants he doesn't want there to be anything between you and him you know he he wants um you know he wants to be the number one priority in our lives yeah. And uh, when he, he sees anything, you know, Jesus, is, 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 a, is the Holy Spirit is an expert at that. Mm. He can pinpoint things even that we can't see, the little things that we might think is not that important. He can pinpoint them straight away as, no, this thing is 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 either a barrier now or it will yeah. be in the future. And so he at the appropriate time, he asks us to leave these things. And where we refuse to, because we have seen yeah. instances of the rich young ruler, you know, yeah. when the Lord yeah. said, go and sell And he just went away. He wasn't able to leave that. Mm. And no. he wasn't able to follow the Lord mm. at another level. And we have to recognize these things in our lives as Christians. Sometimes when we, 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 we evaluate our lives and think, oh, I'm not feeling that joy, that well, have a look at your life. See, is there anything that the Lord is asking you to leave, to dis- yeah. be disengage from, to leave behind, to separate you yes. know, from, and, and to be closer to Him? And mm. look at those things. And we, and, and like He says, if we if we find something, like you rightly said, what do we do? We repent first of all as Christians. Mm. We repent and say, Lord, I can see You're putting Your finger on this. I need to leave this and be disengaged from this. And then we believe and say, Lord, as I as I do this in faith, I believe yes. that You're going to restore yes. if Anything I've lost or anything that you know I need to
1: to pick up on. And the word of the Lord, it was the word of, of Jesus, so it came yes. to them. It was the call, wasn't it? And there's yes. something in them, in their spirit, knew They knew that they knew that. And and, and they obeyed. They obeyed. Yes. It says yes. immediately they left their yes. nets. It said without delay. You know, when, when you know God is speaking, when you know God is calling you, you know, um, delayed obedience is disobedience. Mm-hmm. And, and you yeah, know, the best thing you can do is, uh, of course, you know, get advice, get help and things yes. and people will help you in some decisions don't do foolish things but That's right. That's you know right. follow the leading of god and um and yeah i i um, i i've come across this phrase you know if jesus isn't lord of all he's not lord at all you know jesus mm. needs to be lord and in charge of these aspects of your of your life and it says in the in the next two which was um, James and John, they left their father's father Zebedee yeah. in the boat. Yeah. You know, I mean, imagine wow. how he was feeling with the yes. hired men and they followed him. It says, without delay. No. Another thing I want to pick up on here was, you know, these were young fishermen. So, they, they you know, the scholars are quite um, agreed that they would have been young men, um, possibly early 20s or even late teens maybe. So they were inexperienced. They were uneducated, really. They, they were fishermen, you know, were not known to have uh, had any education. They weren't religious people. They weren't part of the religious community that Jesus was calling. Why didn't he go to the, you know, the training Pharisees and Sadducees and, and all, all the rest of it? He's gone to working young men, you know, uneducated, ordinary people, hardworking, ordinary men and called them, come and follow me. Mm-hmm. He could, he could see what they would be. He, he yes. said to them, "I will make you into, yes. you know, winners of men, you know, transformers of men, saviors of men, with me." And 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 he he saw their potential. He spoke into what they would be. He takes the ordinaries, the nobodies, mm-hmm. and he says, "You follow me, and I will make you into mm-hmm. something beyond your imagination." Absolutely. And um. Yeah. Is it, we we've, we hear so many stories of, of the same, don't we? Absolutely. It's just, it's just
0: like what Paul said. He says, you know, not many yeah. wise, not many noble, yeah. not many mighty are called. You know, God uses the seemingly foolish things of this world to confound the wise. You know, he's like, you know, that's God for you, isn't it? He's He's the master of that. He yes. takes things that you think that we would cast away, even himself you know, the, the stone which the builders have rejected has become the chief cornerstone, you yeah? know. Yeah. And he looks, because he's he, like he rightly said, he's looking at the future. He knows what he can do. <laughs> yeah. He has absolute confidence in his ability, in yeah. his words as yes. well, like you said there. Yes. We wait for the word, the call mm. of God, not our own call, not the call of another, of another person, but the call of God, the word of God coming to us. Because in those words, in those calls is the power, is the ability to for, for them to be fulfilled as well. So it's just, it's, you know, reading this, it's, it's, it's almost like it's so exciting to read this, that, you know, that Jesus Christ is still doing the same today. There might be people yes, listening yes, today, right. there might be people yeah. listening in the future who might be thinking, you know, there's nothing good going to come out of my life. I'm never going to amount to anything. I'm just going to be stuck in this job for the rest of my life. And yet there's a call of God upon their life. God has got a plan and he's got a purpose for them. He's going to call them. And like he said here to these young men, I'm going to make you fishes of men. I'm going to give you purpose. So, you know, I'm I i, I I'm going to give you you know, I'm going to do far above what you could even ever imagine that anyone could do in your with your life. And I am, I, God, I am going to do it in and yes. through you. Yes, yeah, and he
1: continues <laughs> to do that. I mean, the, the commentary I was reading, it was David Paulson's one that I, I'm sort of referring to quite a bit. And he said, you know, he took a cobbler, you know, a, a shoe mender, uh, his name was William Carey, who became the father of missions and took the gospel, you know, to India and round the nations, and and is known as, you know, the father of the modern missionary movement. He took um, he took a domestic servant, Gladys Aylwood, and she believed God and she went to China and and won, you know, many many thousands to the lord and did a huge work there in china so yeah he takes the ordinary the nobodies and um you know because because you know he's glorified in them you know we he doesn't take people who think you know oh yes i have it all i've got everything um because we he won't allow people to take his glory Okay. um Amen. yeah, but All anyway, right. we're coming to the end of oh. the study for for tonight we're um I think we're making good progress, don't you Yes we've um, yes, we've absolutely. had the, <laughs> we've had four of the four of the disciples have been called now uh, Andrew <laughs> Simon, James and John and, John. and um, when we come back next um, we're picking up on on the mission and I think they go to the synagogue and um, and they continue jesus continues on this on this mission addressing you know the um satan and his works and he starts oh, healing people Lord. and delivering people and wow. uh it's, it's exciting stuff Amazing. yes yeah absolutely <laughs> would, would you would you pray pastor akin just to uh, yes, conclude yes, thanks yes, so much yeah
0: yes father we just we just want mm. to thank you for your holy word we thank you thank for you, the, the power that is in your word we thank you for the uh, the, the truth that uh, comes from your word and the reality of your word, Lord. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who is um, at work in the life of believers. He is the one who changes and mm. transforms us and we just want to uh, thank you for this account of mark's gospel thank you, lord. and we yeah. pray lord as we the, what we've gone through this evening that you would mm. um, take this mm. word and as people go back and read over it and meditate upon it you'll give them even a greater understanding a greater revelation there'll be greater transformation taking place in the mighty name of jesus we bless you lord and we mm. say to you thank be you all lord. the glory and all the honor in jesus name amen
1: amen Thanks, Thanks Pastor Akin, and thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Uh, Have a wonderful week, and uh, if we don't see you before, see you next week on the next part of Mark's Gospel. (laughs) God God bless. bless. Bye. Good night, everyone.